Hey, I'm Yesenia. My favorite things include Outlander, margaritas, and books. I'm a certified life coach and single mom who knows a thing or two about starting over, how to reinvent yourself and your life, and achieve what you always thought was impossible. And I empower other women so they can show up as their inner badass too. Welcome to the Better Than Ever podcast. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited for this episode because I've just been noticing some things in my life recently that I just want to share here um, and just marvel at a little bit. I, I think sometimes we just, you know, live our lives, you know, day by day. We're kind of in the motion of things. We're on autopilot and sometimes we just fail to notice all the progress that we've made and the little wins that go even beyond, you know, some of the material things, you know, it just, just some of the things that warm your heart or help you see like why you're here and just matter the most. So what am I talking about? I am just talking about like the little moments, for example, where I realize like all of my bills are on auto pay at this point. And just a year ago, over a year ago now, I was living in an apartment, um, splitting some bills with a sibling and still really, really struggling. So this was about a year and a half ago now, really, really struggling to get my bills paid. And, you know, everything would get paid, but it felt like I barely figured it out every time. I would barely figure out rent every time. I would just constantly be worried about money and not having enough and just feeling like I couldn't even buy the girls anything, you know, when we were at the store. Um, And it was really hard. Um, And then all of that mixed in with like my income as an author was going way down. My heart just wasn't in it the same anymore. And the middle of a pandemic and you know all of a sudden like I'm a recent single mom and I can't go anywhere and I'm alone with all of my thoughts and emotions like kind of post-divorce and money struggles on top of it and loneliness on top of it and trying to manage all of that and now I'm in a place where I'm really happy and I like I have more than enough money in my bank account to just put everything on auto pay and not have to worry about like, oh my gosh, this is going to come out and I'm going to, you know, overdraw the account or late fees or whatever. Like there's more than enough money in there to just have all of my bills on auto pay. And I swear to you that every day I write down three things that I'm grateful for. And that is one of them. Like all of my bills are on auto pay and I have money left over every month and I have money to buy the girls a toy that they want at the store or, you know, eat out so that I can take a break from cooking or, you know, take the girls on a trip to the beach. I took them to the beach like this summer. It was awesome. And it's just like, it's just incredible. Like, it's just incredible. Like I have money to shop and make sure that they have everything that they need with regards to like clothes and shoes and you know that like making sure their shoes aren't falling apart like all of that 
and it's just incredible to be able to do that so that's like one thing i've noticed recently that's been it just feels like it's like i can't even put a word to it it's not it's it's just it feels good and it feels like you're safe you feel secure and like it's like not even a worry anymore um another really cool thing that i've noticed is like just the things that i see my kids say and do it's very different than how i was as a kid and what i was taught and it just it makes me feel like i'm doing something right because some of the things that i didn't learn or pick up on or even you know become aware about until i was an adult like they're getting those things now at the ages of five and nine and it's just a beautiful thing to see like celeste my five-year-old she we were gonna go to the park yesterday so i was like hey do you guys want to go to the park they went and got out of their school uniform changed into different clothes so we could go to the park and celeste has completely changed herself like i haven't had to give her an outfit to change into she's completely gone upstairs by herself picked out her outfit gotten her little cowgirl boots she has on these pink leggings um and the cowgirl boots are like you know they're like that kind of tannish brown and they have pink on them as well and then she has like on this light pink shirt with like a cute little sparkly kitty cat on it and and it's one of those little shirts where it has like the bottom of it is kind of like ruffly and flowy and it's like almost like a little skirt almost you know what i'm talking about <laughs> i don't know what that's called but it's one of those little shirts with like a flowy bottom and it just she just looks so stinking cute she's put this whole outfit together by herself and she just twirls around and says i'm beautiful and i swear my heart just like filled up in that moment like it just made me so happy to see her happy and see her thinking and telling herself that she's beautiful like i never did that as a kid like that was never even on my radar and it's not like i had like bad parents or anything like that but it's like my parents were working all the time living paycheck to paycheck uh you know i i knew that they loved me but they didn't really say that to me they didn't really say like i love you or you know i kind of got a hug every once in a while like we were a happy family and everything like that but it's like they didn't really do things like that like they just grew up very differently and even the way that they raised us like we got a lot better than what they got growing up does that make sense like we didn't go through nearly all of the things that they went through um you know growing up in mexico and you know some of the things that they went through not to mention some of the things their parents went through like you know they used to tell us stories about like their childhood and what things were like when they were growing up and when my grandparents you know were younger and everything like that and it was just night and day between like the life we got to live and the life they lived and then it, i just see like another huge leap now with my kids like now they have more things available to them more resources a much better education um, they're getting an even better education than they than i got like my parents only went to like elementary school and they had to work and help provide for their family and were very poor and everything like that they didn't have a better life until they immigrated here and then 
we got to go to, you know, public schools and we got to stay in school and we didn't have to work and, you know, we had better clothes and, you know, a better roof over our head and everything like that than if we had grown up in Mexico like them. And then, you know, I was the first person in my family to go to college. But now my kids, like, I hear Andrea talk sometimes. That girl has, like, such a rich vocabulary. She is saying words that, like, I didn't know until like college and she's just using big words she's just very smart and well-spoken and she just has this awareness around the world and she has this great self-confidence and she's just so like eloquent and you know she's just mature for her age and it's like and they both go to like a dual immersion school so they're getting to learn english and spanish i only got to take uh, Spanish for native speakers. I got, I took a couple of classes in high school, but that was it. And that wasn't nearly enough for me to like really feel confident with my Spanish now. Like I, I'm a fluent speaker and I can read and write decently, but I mean, they're going to get to have those skills way better than what I got. You know, I just keep saying like these girls are just going to be so much smarter than I am. And it's just really cool to see that actually. Um, so that's one thing that I see with them. Um, another thing is like, you know, another thing that I've worked on is like my weight loss and like, I'm a weight loss coach now. That's like the one of, that's the main thing that I do. Like that's my full-time job. And then I also coach clients, uh, privately, not on weight loss, but that's a big thing that I know about now. But again, I did not know about that until I stumbled upon like no BS in that program and like, like, oh, eating when you're hungry, like not eating for comfort, like what? Like, and I just see them, like, I just hear her, I can see how much it's helped her, like the stuff that I've gone through because she probably used to have a lot of the same habits that I used to, just kind of eating for boredom, eating all the time, just loving food, just wanting to eat, like, and now I see her and she's like, oh yeah, I packed this snack at school, but I didn't eat it because I wasn't really hungry. And I'm just like, wow, like she's just, in tune with her body at nine years old and she just knows if she needs food or not you know things can taste good but she knows that like if she's not hungry she doesn't eat her snack yet and she drinks water and she's just active and she's like man she's like mom i want to be like faster on the field like i feel like i've been a little bit slower this season and i just want to be faster and she like we worked together on like leveling up her snacks a little bit because the snacks she was having like she had gained a little bit of weight and she just didn't feel as healthy and as fast and and i didn't even like mention like weight at all um we just kept it to like soccer and she wanted to be faster on the soccer field and not feel like as out of breath as she was and she's been doing that over the soccer season and i can tell a difference and she can tell a difference in how fast she is on the field and how tired or like out of breath she gets like her conditioning's a lot better and she's just like she loves having salads now from like we love chick-fil-a but she always used to get like a grilled chicken sandwich and fries and now she it's the salad that I get and we both love that salad it's and it's like zero diet mentality zero like oh I have to eat the salad or like I hate salads I used to hate salads now we both love salads and so I just love that she's getting some of these really healthy habits at a young age and um it's like it's just a normal part of life for her like she's 
I didn't learn these habits until I was like a grown ass woman. And, you know, at in my mid 20s and she's getting it now at nine years old. And she's, like I said, in tune with her body and paying attention to what foods feel good in her and when she's hungry and when she's not hungry. Um, and like I hear her say things like, like, I'm awesome, I'm amazing, and um, she's saving up money. She wants, an, a, like, a new iPad because she loves to draw, and so she wants an iPad to, like, draw and do artwork and get creative, and she's already, like, she's saved, like, $60 for her iPad, and it's, like, when I was her age, $5 was a big deal. Like, I didn't know how to save money. I wasn't really taught those skills. Um, it was just kind of, like, maybe get like a $5 allowance here and there and then like spend it, right? Um, and she's just like becoming smarter about money than I was at that age. It's just really cool to see like all of the work that I've done on myself, but then see it also just kind of overflow into them. Um, it's another part of this work that it's just, it's very, very rewarding um, to see that happen and to be able to see, I'm like, okay, like, I think I'm doing something right. Like, it just feels really good to see. Like, okay, I must be doing some things right because I'm seeing them do some of these things, you know? And so it's really, really cool to see that. Um, and of course, if you're a parent, you also know that your kids also highlight the things that, like, some of your worst habits, like, you see them highlighted in, in them. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Like one thing that I've been working on for a while now, not even like super consciously, but it's just a, like I keep an eye on it and I pay attention to like what helps me not do it is yelling. So like my parents growing up, again, they were good parents, but like my mom, poor, my poor mom, like eight kids, all ages, five boys working more than full time and also running a whole household by herself. She was always yelling. <laughs> yelling at us to just like be quiet like stop making a mess like stop fighting stop this stop that because we were some wild kids like I let me be clear I do not blame her at all zero blame I actually like respect her because I I have two kids I could not have done it with eight um especially five boys and um I mean I don't think she ever slept but you know yelling was like a normal part of our childhood um not that she like it wasn't like uh it was just yelling at us to stop doing things it wasn't like yelling at us and like calling us names or cursing or anything like that but it's just like yelling right which i think is normal for a lot of households and that's one thing where i was like man i don't like that about myself when i yell this much or when i'm like i get angry and i yell or i lose my patience and that's something that i've worked on for probably at least a year now and it's decreased a lot but sometimes it still happens and so then I see that in the girls right when they yell and I just I have to remind them that we don't yell and I have to remind myself that I don't yell and I have to be the example of that right and so that's another thing like I just love kids in general and I love my kids because they help me see what I'm doing right and then they help me see what I'm still working on um yelling definitely being one of them as a mom that's like the main thing that i like to work on is like i just don't want to be someone who yells does it still happen sometimes of course but it, like it just gets better and better all the time and i've gotten good at noticing what uh it's like what uh sets me up to yell if that makes sense like 
if I am not getting good sleep because I'm staying up late, like messing around on TikTok or something, I'm, if I'm tired, I tend to yell more. If I am not giving myself breaks throughout the day, I tend to yell more and lose my patience. If I have not had like me time or like rest time, I tend to yell more, like things like that. If I have not like worked on myself that morning, like maybe spent a little time doing what I wanted to do, hitting the gym or uh, reading a book or something, journaling, like I probably yell more. And so if I'm, you know, uh, self-sabotaging myself with my weight loss or if I had an overeat and I'm beating myself up for that, I tend to yell more. Makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> this is, uh, so I've noticed my patterns around uh, when I yell. And so now I kind of know like the triggers of it or like the causes of it and like what the things I can do to set myself up to show up to not yell and be the mom that I really want to be. So um, I just wanted to make this episode all about that, like highlight my girls a little bit and just notice the ways uh, that like clearly this work that I'm doing, some things are going well and it's. I'm passing it on to them and that's a, like a beautiful thing to see like I can't even like how could you ever put a price on that you know it's like seeing your daughter twirl around and say I'm beautiful and say that to herself like you can't you can't even put a price on that like you can't even like how like I, I it's like I don't even have enough words to describe that moment and it just it feels like this beautiful amazing thing that she has that it's like a lot of people don't have, right? Um, that a lot of people still struggle with as an adult. And she's getting to have that skill and that self-love for herself as a five-year-old, you know? It's just like, I, I'm not sure. I'm like trying to think if I ever said something like that to myself as a child, and then it's not like I ever wrestled with like a lot of self-loathing or anything like that. There were times in my body or there were times in my life where I remembered like looking in the mirror and like not liking my body because I had gained a lot of weight and things like that. But even then it wasn't like I hate my body or I hate myself. And I know a lot of people do struggle with that. And for me, it was, and it never did get to like that level of like self-hate um, but I also didn't have like the other extreme of it. It was more like I was just somewhere in the middle, you know, kind of like more of a dislike of myself sometimes or a like of myself. But I also can't say I was like, oh, yes, I looked in the mirror and I thought I was beautiful, like not as a teen, not as a kid. Like uh, I think I looked sometimes in pictures and thought like, oh, I look nice. I look cute or oh, I don't like that picture. Oh, look at my arms. But like just to see her say, like, I'm beautiful, and hear Andrea say, I'm amazing, like, it's just really awesome to see that, and I'm just very excited to see the women that they end up becoming, that they grow into, it's just, it's going to be a beautiful ride to see them become who they're meant to be in this life, and see them honestly, like, just 10x the fuck out of everything that I'm doing. Um, it's going to be really amazing to see that. Like I want them to blow everything that I do out of the water and go out into the world and just do some incredible shit and just completely outpace me. 
that that'll be just that my life will be complete when I get to see that. And um, it's just like I said, I can't even really put words to that. It's just fucking amazing. And um, it's just it's just this privilege that I get to have as a mom to like, you know, see them do that and just even look back at the generations, you know, with my grandparents and my parents, myself and then my kids and and even like my siblings and some of their kids and just get to see all of us just with every generation doing more and more incredible things and um, have the capacity to focus on some of these things, right? Where as previous generations, it was just, it was more survival than anything. And so it's just like a really great place to be at. And it's definitely one of the reasons that I work on myself and that I keep going and that I do this work. It's because it's not just for me, it's also getting passed on to them. And so maybe for you, like maybe you're a parent as well. Like what things do you notice with your kids that are like evidence of the work that you're doing or that you're still doing, things that you've like, that you've gotten really good at, that they're doing too, or things that like, like me with the yelling, things that like, oh yeah, like kind of still working on that. Um, Maybe you're not a parent, but maybe you have like younger siblings or friends or other people in your life. Maybe you have a partner and you guys kind of like work on each other and support each other. I don't know, but it's just like a good time, I think, to ponder that, ponder on that for a little bit and think about like your whys, some of the things that you want for your life. What are the biggest things that you have worked on that you're proud of? And what are the things that you're still working on? And how does it impact not just you, but those around you? It's just, it's beautiful to see that. So I'm really happy that I got to share this with you. And it's just really cool to see. So this is just, this is all work that I started doing, you know, years ago, little by little. And, you know, especially in the last year or two, I've been doing a lot of work on this. You know, I became a coach that I could do this work and help other people do this work. And um, it's like, this is why I do what I do. And I urge you that if this is the kind of work that you want to do and you want help doing it faster, if you want help uh, 10xing, the work that you're doing on yourself, whatever it is, whatever area of life it is for you, whether it's the relationship you have with yourself and your own thinking, your own mindset, if it's a business that you're having a lot of self-doubt with and you're struggling, if it's a relationship in your life, you know, maybe you're a parent or with your partner, I urge you to not wait on doing this work because if I had waited, I would not be where I am today. I would not be living this life that I have created for myself today. So at some point, you need to just start and take that leap and do the work and get a little uncomfortable and just do it. Because one day you'll look back or you'll just notice a moment like I did and you'll be like, oh my gosh, like I'm doing it. I've done it. Like it's, it's happened, you know? And so go ahead If this kind of work is calling to you, if you want to work with a coach who can help you do this work, learn these things. You guys, I have learned so much in the last two or three years because of, you know, becoming a coach and everything that I learned through certification, all the clients that I've coached at this point, dozens of clients that I've coached um, on so many things, like pretty much everything that you can imagine I've coached on. And, um, 
I've changed every single area of my life from money to fitness to weight loss to self-confidence to just everything. I've changed all of it. I've 10x'd all of it and it's hardly recognizable from where I started. Like even the person that I am, if you're like, I know that there's more out there for me and I want more for me. I want more for those around me. I want more for my life and it's calling to me, then it's time to do this work. And the way to do it was with the help of a coach who can help you do it faster and avoid a lot of the fails that I went through, avoid a lot of the pitfalls and lessons that I want that I went through. A coach will help you just get there so much faster. Working with a coach for six months will just change everything. It'll change everything. So if that's you, make sure you reach out to me. There's always a link in the podcast episode description, or if you follow me on Instagram, you can click the link in my bio and just reach out and let's discuss how we can blow everything that you've done out of the water over the next six months and help you hit your biggest goals. All right, I'll talk to you guys next week. Hey, if you're loving the podcast, I'd love a review wherever you listen. And if you're ready to master your mindset and seriously upgrade every area of your life, then I want to invite you to coach with me. Click the link in the podcast episode description to book a consult and let's discuss what it would look like to blow your own mind. Six months with me will change everything. I guarantee it.